You're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Don't be a juice bag. You're listening to The Overflow with MC Brooks on GGR Pirate Radio. Swing a fly ball, center field deep. Bellinger going back to the warning track, to the wall. It's a grand slam. Howie Kendrick with a grand slam here in the 10th inning of game five. The Nationals seven, the Dodgers three. Do you believe it? Pull the lever, Gronk. Run lever. Yeah, yeah. Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to a brand new episode of The Overflow with MC Brooks here on the GGR Podcast Network. I'm your host, MC Brooks, and what you're about to hear is the second half of a conversation that I had with author Shamika Irby. Before I go ahead and play that conversation for you, make sure you go to GreatGeekRefuge.com where you can find earlier episodes of this podcast, as well as episodes of our other podcasts such as At The Diner and FedCon. Also, make sure you're following Great Geek Refuge on all of our social media accounts. We are Great Geek Refuge on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, where we have an active Facebook community. And if you'd like to support us, we also have a Patreon where you can get access to early episodes and a ton of other really cool perks for only a couple bucks a month. And in addition to that, for this episode, I should also mention, make sure you go and follow Shamika on all of her social media channels. She is Shamika Writes on Twitter and Shamika the Writer on Instagram and TikTok. So make sure you go and follow her there and make sure you are supporting her work wherever you can find it, whether that's Amazon or wherever else you go and get books. So that being said, uh, thank you all for listening. And here goes the convo. So with that, we'll we'll go ahead and, and transition over to the back half. The other things that I wanted to talk to you about outside of okay. just your fantastic writing, which is I know that you are a big fan of Marvel. Um, we had we we had live conversations about Marvel when we were still in the middle of phase three. Yeah. And we haven't spoken about Marvel on air since phase three. And there are a, a lot that has happened and yeah while, while i know that you are not caught up with where phase four is uh with all of the fifty thousand pieces of media that marvel is seemingly putting out every year at this point but you know since the last time we had you on we were in the waiting period for what was going to happen to our folks in the avengers after the events of infinity war so yes. since then, you know, Endgame has happened. Yeah. So I just want to ask specifically for you, because I know that you are a big fan of Captain America, Steve Rogers. I am. Steve Rogers is also, also one of my, also one of my favorite characters uh, in the MCU. And I'm, I'm very happy with the decisions that were made with his character beyond Endgame, of course. But in terms of you just being a fan of that character, First, tell me how you felt watching Steven Endgame and how you felt about his journey, you know, coming to a close for now, at the very least, his journey coming to an end uh, in the MCU. So <laughs> let me just say, I went to see Endgame with my friend Lene, and she and I, like, <laughs> The theater was so loud and in game. Like I, I had to see it twice. Like people's initial reaction was crazy. It was it was so major. So I was there with my friend Lene, and when Cat wielded the hammer, uh. I think we screamed <laughs> both of us. It was so it was so that was a huge huge moment for me. And then to and then to get to see him say Avengers Assemble, ah. Uh, <laughs> um, I was so emotional. I, I, I was. The theater was so loud. It was. It was so loud. Like, I, like honestly, with everything that with everything that happened and people's reactions, it's like I don't know how we heard anything that went on in the third <laughs> act of the movie. Like, it was just. It was everything. It was everything. So watching him, you know, wield the hammer. And so, and, and the, the funny thing is because there's lots of speculation online. There was lots of speculation online about the hammer. And so some people 
were saying that because he finally came clean uh, with Tony, as far as knowing about what Bucky did to his parents, that that made him worthy. And then he could lift the hammer. That's my so, fan, that's been my fan theory. Yeah. So that's a lot of people's fan theory. I read somewhere that one of the Russos hinted that Cat was always able to lift the hammer, but he didn't do it in Age of Ultron because he didn't want to embarrass Thor. Yeah. So I, yeah. So I've read both of those. Um, but and honestly, I don't even know which <laughs> I don't even know which one I like more, but just watching him do it was amazing for me like that was a that was a supercharged move i don't i can't even tell you how many times i've seen in game like let's let's not let's not believe it or not, not believe it or not i have not watched in game since i saw it in theaters are you serious yes i i i it's infinity both infinity war and end game are the two the only two that i have not seen since i saw them in theaters i've done an MCU rewatch up to the like up to up to them. I just have not watched them just yet, and I'm kind of excited to like eventually get to it because I feel like I'm going to be watching it again for the first time. Like even though obviously I know what happens because I'm 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 caught up on I've seen them and I'm, I'm caught up, but like I'm I'm kind of excited to like kind of eventually like watch them again because. It's like when you discover a song that you haven't listened to in forever and you kind of get that feeling you get as if you're just hearing it for the first time all over again. Like that, I wanted to have that feeling the next time I watched those movies. And it's been so long since I've watched them that I know when I do decide to do it, it's going to, I'm going to, I'm going to get all those chills all over. Oh, again. we have to do it soon. It's going to be good. Because I've, I've watched, I've watched clips, I've seen clips, trust me, like probably like a month or two ago. I went through an audience reaction binge of for for, for certain events uh, from Endgame. Uh, Cap wielding Mjolnir was was one of those was one of those moments. And to be to be transparent, I also screamed in the theater when, <laughs> when, it, when it happened. I literally shouted, "He's he's doing the thing. He's got the hammer!" And like I I was it, that was one of my that was that was just one of my one of my favorite moments and. You know, I'm I'm very much a crier when it, whenever I see characters that I don't love just like accomplish great things. Like I just, I just I can't help myself. It just it just it just comes out. So I had a lot of emotion watching Endgame. Just just seeing. It was a huge emotional payoff yeah. as a fan. Like even That's... with the stuff that happened at the end of the movie, even even with Tony, even with even with Tony, even yeah. with Cap, even with Nat. Like even having those like hard tough moments it's like the payoff it was of, it was huge and it like that made it more um and, and that made it just like so 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 good i have to say um although i have rewatched infinity war i do i have not done it in a really really long time and and so it's okay so as emotional as endgame was in terms of the payoff, like Infinity War is still so jarring because like 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 the like watching everybody just like crumble into like that shit is jarring it's, still. Like it's we like it's weird how it still gives me that reaction. And I think it's because going into Endgame, everybody kept saying it's funny because when I was on Twitter, like leading up to Endgame, everybody was so set on seeing carnage. They wanted people dead. They were like, this is Thanos. They need to lose somebody or whatever. And I so mean, they did. <laughs> but this is the thing. So but this is the thing. It's like people wanted blood. And so we all went into the movie theater. And I think that we went into Infinity War, I, well, I guess me or whatever. I'm not going to try to speak for other people, but I think that I went into Infinity War um, knowing that we were going to lose people, mm -hmm. but still believing the Avengers would eventually win. So Infinity War That's fucked me up because not only did a bunch of people like dissolve into dust, but they still lost. It was like, was oh, they lost all these people and they didn't even win. It was like I was only expecting one or the other to happen, and yeah, both no, of them did. <laughs> no, I'm I'm with you. 
Like I, I think that was that was one of the reasons it was so it was so jarring. It's just because mm-hmm. we like as much as we like super like the the thing when uh, in a lot of superhero media is no matter how bleak it gets, like they always come out in the end. Like that's that mm-hmm. like it, it can things may get may be at their lowest. You may not know how they're going to win in the end, but generally, you know, by the time at the end of the third act, like they're going to pull it out in some form or fashion. And I think that's what made Infinity War so jarring is just they didn't. And wow. and I actually had uh, like I actually had a like a back and forth with someone about what the more terrifying ending was would have been for that movie because them actually showing people be dusted was not the original ending of the movie. The original ending of the movie was just Thanos hitting the snap and you don't see what happens afterwards. Oh, and so, and so, like I was, like I, like me personally, I think it was more jarring to see the snap and then see the people and then see them go, because if you didn't know, like if you didn't know, if you didn't know what that meant, you see him snap, but you like we spend the next year speculating. Okay, well, what does that mean? What, what what's going to happen? As opposed to seeing, like seeing everyone go, like. It made you wonder. Well, how many of them are going to come back? If any of them, are are any if any of them are any of are them going any to come of back? them going to come back? How, what is what is what is if they if they were willing to show us that the the Avengers can lose in this movie, who's to say that they don't just keep the after effects of that beyond whatever happens in Endgame? Right. Who's like who's who's to say that we 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 don't see that we we legitimately don't know. It was, <laughs> and that's funny because, and that's funny because we knew that um, Infinity War eventually they broke it into two parts or whatever, and so yeah, part one we and two, knew yeah. that they right. We knew that there was gonna be a part two, but it's it's like we kind of expected everybody to be in it, but then in Infinity at the end of Infinity War, you're just like, damn, you just didn't, are we even gonna get everybody know. in the next? You it just was didn't... like, oh, we were assuming everybody would be in the next one, but maybe exactly. Not. Plus, <laughs> but and the other thing with Endgame too is, and the Russos actually recently admitted this that the original plan was for all six of the original Avengers to die in the movie. Like they were, the original plan was they were like all of them were going to be were going to be killed off in the end. I feel like, and then they, be- they 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 changed right. it. Fortunately. <laughs> they changed they changed it uh fortunately i mean i think part i think they changed it one because ragnarok was such a hit like how do you kill off thor after his most successful movie and then after you have him coming in and wrecking shit in wakanda like you you can't you can't have him undergo that like because I, I like thor's arc in endgame is one of my is, is one of my favorite things just in terms of like the depression and all of that and like the 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 back and forth as to whether he felt worthy and then Thor was my favorite because it was real yeah and then like uh, the one of the things that got me while watching it was just the relief on his face when he saw that he was still worthy because Mm -hmm. that 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 hit me that hit me that hit me just right right here and so like and but I also knew that like Robert Downey Jr. wanted to walk away. Like we, like he, he was, he was ready to be done. Chris Evans was ready to be done. They kept um, roping him back in. Yeah. <laughs> so they, yeah. They With those, it. I mean, Robert Downey Jr. made one hundred fifty million dollars for just Infinity War and Endgame. Like I'm, I'm I could, I would agree to things if you're going to pay me seventy five million <laughs> to 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 be in anything, you know. Um, but but. So I do want to ask this too. Were you, how shocked and or relieved were you at the end of Endgame? Because if you remember, there was a lot of speculation about between Tony or Cap, who's going to be the one to snap? Because a lot of people were like, one, either both of them, or at least one of them was not going to make it out the movie. Right. And a lot of people, a lot of people thought it was going to be Cap because they thought it might, it, it would have just been a fitting end for the man displaced out of time for his, in, for his entire journey. He, and that being his character arc since the beginning of 
he's the one who makes the sacrifice play for 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 other people i mean tony him and tony had that great argument in the first right. movie about that so a lot of people kind of suspected that cap was going to be the one for that but i i actually thought it was going to be what actually happened i thought there was a shift in ideology between both tony and cap over the course of the mcu where it for me it made sense for the end to be well tony makes the sacrifice that cap told him that he wouldn't he wouldn't have made and cap finally makes a selfish decision for his own happiness in the end and so right. i kind of thought i kind of thought that that is that is what was going to happen because that's where their arcs were trending and especially when cap made the decisions he made regarding bucky which were the the beginning of the the being selfish thing but with you being a big fan of cap you know, like, were you relieved? Did you think he was going to be the one to make the sacrifice in the end? Like, how did you feel? And actually, let me just expand on that. How did you feel about his ending? Like, you, we, we, we see him finally go be with Peggy. We, we, we see that the fan theory that existed in Cap 2 of older Steve being the one, um, the one person carrying the casket who you don't, whose face you don't see, Mm-hmm. that that was just old man that was just oh that was old man steve so how did you feel about kind of where cap's journey ended and did you think he was actually going to die in endgame um i felt okay about where it ended and it's so funny because i had a feeling like when i was watching it in the theater and I saw that Kat was the person going to return the stones. I had a feeling. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know. I don't know if he's, and I was just, and so when then old man Cap appeared, I was just like, I pretty much knew that was going to happen. I was very sad. But I also like, it's just, but it's just like, at that point, the whole scenery of the world had changed and the Avengers had changed or whatever and so it's just like like it's it it, it was bittersweet for me because it was like I, I like I love Kat and so I wanted him to stay but at the same time it's like what are they going to do with him at this point so and like you said Chris Evans has been wanting out for a time now and they keep uh uh <laughs> Bringing him in. In. <laughs> they keep they keep reeling him back in and it's it and it's so it's 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 hilarious to me because after um after you know and then when they started into phase four or whatever and then i got the word that he was going to uh do the voice of buzz and Lightyear. i was just like the mouse really doesn't let you go like yeah. it's so crazy because it's like it gives me this image when me and one of my friends were talking about it and i was like it's just giving me this image of chris evans walking out of the marvel building and then somebody running from the disney building next door like hey we know you're done over there but can we talk to you for a second <laughs> so it's well- like the mouse doesn't let you go. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean that, that you're not wrong because that what I mean like one of the, I remember the interview he did in the aftermath of Endgame, and he talked about like wanting to get into like wanting to do more directing because he had done some directing. In fact, one of the things he directed is, is a is an indie movie that he that he um, that he was also in called Before We Go. I think it's called or Before You Go. I think it's Before We Go. Oh, I've seen it. Yes, I lo- I personally I love that movie. It's one of oh, my I loved it's, it. it's 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 one of my favorite. It's one it's it's one of my favorite things that he's that he's been in, and I'm I'm sad it's not on Netflix anymore. So I have to put my pirate hat oh, on when I want when I yeah I have to put my pirate hat on whenever I want to go watch it. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, but I I, I kind of figured that that was probably going to be the thing. Is Disney would probably just be like, yeah, you know, hey, if, if, I mean, if you you if you need some help, kind of getting, you know, we could use some some directors, you know, <laughs> to to you know, if you want to get in get involved in stuff, because some of the rumors were that he was going to do some directing for some of the Marvel TV shows. I don't think he's done anything yet, but that that was going to be one of the that they were going to try to get him involved on 
doing some directing work for some of for uh, for some of the TV shows because the, you know Kevin is. Uh, I know you haven't seen everything, but I kind of like that. Like they're they're taking a lot of chances with like the people that they're bringing in to be to to do the directing for the TV shows. They're not necessarily looking for like these great big names or these people that have like the this like super long resume of directing experience. And so I think that's kind of cool. So I feel like Chris Evans doing like kind of coming full circle and ending up behind the chair. Um, would it would make it would make a ton of sense, uh, but I wouldn't be surprised. Um, ha- did you did you see Lightyear? No, it's fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's he he is an awesome he is an awesome buzz. I honestly I hope there's more. Like I I really I want more of him in the role because he's uh, him Kiki him and Kiki Palmer have fantastic chemistry as the leads oh, that's of, the, good. of the in that movie. Uzo Adoba uh, is a is also great in that movie. Um, yeah, it's 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 really really good. It actually, just hit streaming. I think like a week or two ago too. So yeah, you'll have you'll have to you'll have to you'll have to check that out. So transitioning beyond Endgame, so we you know Marvel is kind of deep into Phase Four so far. So this is going to be kind of more of a, a general question. Um, you've seen a few of the, the TV shows that have kind of come out. You haven't seen everything, but you've seen a few, you've seen a few things in, in a few of the films also. Based, just based on what you have seen, how do you feel about the direction of what Marvel has been doing? Because there's been a lot, of, a lot of people have been talking about how this phase is weak. And like, I personally don't agree that the phase is weak. I think people think that because on some level, they kind of hate, that like we got the payoff with Infinity War and Endgame because we've been with those characters for so long. But some now with them not being there, we need to set up the next like big major character players in the MCU. Like obviously Thor and Hulk are still around, you know, but we, you know, we 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 need to figure out who the the next Iron Man is going to be. That you know. Uh, like who these next major characters are going to be. And I like that they've been doing some different stuff. Like I, I liked as someone who was a fan of old sitcoms, loved what they did with WandaVision. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I like that Falcon and Winter Soldier was like, like an action, like an action drama. Um, they've done some really cool, they've done some really cool stuff, but just based on the stuff you've seen so far, how do you, how have you enjoyed or dis, or not liked what Marvel has done you know so far um for the stuff that i have seen like for me for me it's all just i still have that sense of wonder like for me it's not it's not necessary for me to try to pick every single thing apart about it uh i'm not that kind of fan uh so <laughs> I, I, like like I'm not so it just for me for the stuff that I have seen, I thought they did really well um, with the stuff that I like, and even the stuff that people, um, even the stuff that you know people were kind of lukewarm on, I really really enjoy. Like I've seen Shang Chi like gosh a bunch of times like it has huge replayability like i've seen it a bunch of times like for all people say about black widow huge replayability for me thank oh my god thank you i love them i i love black widow first of all the opening scene is in the opening scene in credits is masterfully done like that is agree it's masterfully done like if if you didn't want to watch it that those first six or seven minutes will make you so um it has huge replayability for me i've seen them a bunch of times uh i loved wandavision and i loved okay i didn't love falcon and Winter soldier but i liked it i liked it loki i love and then i love that like the, the like that's like that's the stuff i've seen i've seen them and i've seen dr strange and spider-man and Spider-Man. And of course, and of course, Spider-Man. I'll get to that in a second. 
Yeah. But um, just for what I've seen so far, I think that having Disney Plus and having to be able to put these things in weekly shows and give people more content kind of makes people feel like the pace should be moving faster. And so like we're in phase four and it's like, because we've had in game and we've, we've had, we've all been up that high or whatever. It's like, for me, it's like when things first started happening, it kind of made me feel like, did you people forget that the first three phases took a decade, like a literal decade? <laughs> like it, it, like it took, like, like it, as far as what we're building up to, we're nowhere. Like we're nowhere. The Avengers phase took a decade. Yeah. Um, so it, so it's like, I think that because we're getting more content, people are expecting whatever the buildup is to be going faster. Um, and, and maybe that's the expectation, but I don't, I'm just kind of really along for the ride with this. Like I, yeah. like I, I, I love where it's going and I'm really excited to catch up with the stuff I haven't seen. Um, anxiety kind of puts you in a low where you just kind of want to watch the same stuff over and oh, over. <laughs> but, but I'm breaking out of it. And so I'm looking forward hugely to catching up or whatever. I don't know. And, and I want to, and, and, and nobody talked about, I saw some of what they presented at uh, San Diego. Comic-Con. Comic yeah, that mm -hmm. was Diego, right? So I saw some of what they presented at Comic-Con or whatever, and I feel like I need to write Kevin Fahey a personal letter about um, one of the things. I want to write him a personal letter about the Young Avengers because, like, you don't just give us Wicked and Speed and Young Loki and Elijah Bradley and then not. No, no. Like, it's like, now you have to. So I kind of want to write him a personal letter about that specifically. So without spoiling the things you haven't seen, let's just say you can like if you can tell that they're definitely laying the groundwork for it. Okay. Without okay. without saying too too much. They're definitely right. like they, okay. they they're very carefully sprinkling the seeds in there. And you can you can kind of you can kind of tell. Uh, especially because like that's all i wanted to know <laughs> yeah like i mean we're, like we're getting stature in ant-man 3 we're, we're, we're you know we're, we're, we're getting we're getting uh you know ant-man's kid you mentioned you mentioned wicked and speed have been introduced uh elijah Bra elijah bradley and like i'm expecting him to have a bigger role when cap 4 comes out mm -hmm. um i'm, I'm expect i don't know exactly what it'll like how he'll be involved but i'm i'm expecting Elijah Bradley's gonna 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 be gonna be part of that. Um and yeah, like they're they're definitely building towards a young Avengers team. And so like this is not like honestly, that that's kind of like my 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 fan theory that I have going right now because Kevin Feige said that, you know, or it may not have been Kevin, but someone at Marvel was just like, Oh, there will be no more Avengers movies, which I'm like, there will be no more Avengers movies. Like, okay. So like, but but I think what I, what I how I kind of took it is like, oh, I know what you I think I know what you mean by that. I think you mean because we're gonna have other teams that are also there, like the Young Avengers, right? Or and like uh, Thunderbolts, um, that or the the New Avengers, which is a which is a which is a comic run from like a decade ago. And maybe that'll be the the being playful with words because I know how we writers can be like we choose right. our words very carefully. So I'm like, oh yeah, it won't. Yeah, there will be no more Avengers films because it's going to be the new Avengers when you have to introduce a new team, which will probably involve Sam Wilson's Cap and a, you know a boatload of other team, other people. Because we actually like when I think about it, who is going to be part of this next Avengers team? Like who 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 on, who on earth is is going to be part of it? Because also I also think too, we could also get a midnight a, a midnight suns team is actually kind of the the thing I'm most excited for, because I really want to, I really want them. I don't know if you've seen like the fan art for the for there's been there's been this fan art going around for midnight suns, which is an updated version of the roster, which I think would be really cool. 
Doctor Strange, Moon Knight, Blade, Hellstrom, The Punisher, Ghost and Ghost Rider, and and uh, some other people, Hannibal King and Jennifer Kale. But I also think you you could also you can make Wanda part of that team going forward, going forward. Cause like the midnight sun's whole thing is they're dealing with like the occult, the supernatural. Why not have, I mean, that having both strange and Wanda there might be an issue after the events of <laughs> the events of Dr. Strange too, but fuck it. I don't care. Like make it work. Like, I, I just think it'd be, it'd be really cool to see. So that's, yeah, I think I think there's there's a lot going on in her. Yeah, I think there's a lot going on. I really think they're playing they're really just playing fast and loose with their with their word usage as far as what the next Avengers team is is actually is actually gonna be. Because I I do think we're gonna get young Avengers. We'll get uh some of the I other also teams. I think they're having a lot of fun because yeah. it's like now it's like, oh, like it's they it's can. like it's so it's just like I think now, like after the Avengers phase, like we're like we're in phase four. It's just like now they're really settling into the idea that because we they've introduced the multiverse, literally anything can happen. Yeah, they, they can so, do so, yeah, they can do so many interesting things. But even on top of that, too, because the MCU is also established the marvel formula that people have been complaining about for the last decade about all their movies have the same kind of jokey humor and you know start and ending well now we see that they're trying to do different stuff like i said with one division doing all that stuff with the sitcoms was brilliant and like the way that they filmed like that was really fucking that was really cool doing the multiverse stuff with loki with an alternate with an, uh, an alternate uh timeline loki and having Having us get as emotionally invested into him the way we got into our original Loki who died in Infinity War. And right. you introduce a new Loki and we get invest we get just as invested in him just because of the arc you 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 end up having to put him on. Like what if what like I liked the, like all the weird shit they were doing with what if I thought it was super fun. Oh, like, it was the best. It was the best. I'm like, yeah, let me like the best. Because like as much as I like seeing the stuff they're doing, I'm also like. This work, like the world they're in is fucking weird. So like, if you want to just go all out and do some balls to the wall, weird shit, mm -hmm. like, fuck yeah, give me that. Like, run, like give me all the weird shit you can give me. Oh, the party, party store. Oh my God. Uh, yeah, the zombie episode, which was crazy. Giving me party Thor and kind of go, kind of going into that whole, uh, that um, those, those fan arguments about who would win between Thor and Captain Marvel. Uh, back before, oh yeah before, before Endgame, um, fucking Captain Carter introducing Ca all Captain Carter and making that Steve Rogers the first Iron Man like that's cool I like that oh oh my other favorite thing firmly establishing that Killmonger is is in fact the villain like he's not a guy who just had the best who like just had I the want them to I want I I really would like want that to be yeah like. You double well. They did that in what if, like firmly established, like no, this nigga is a villain. Like he's 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 legit. He's a villain. He's a villain. He's not like he's going to do bad shit. It's not he has good ideas but bad method of going around. It's like no, he is a villain. He yes. he is going to betray people and do bad stuff because that is him and it's in him to do to do that. It's not bad writing for him for the bad guy to do bad stuff. No, it's not. <laughs> Oh God, yeah. So yeah, I, I I very much enjoyed that, and I have a I, lot of fun with what if. I and the thing is too, I think you'll like some of the other stuff. Like obviously, Hawkeye is in the MCU. Hawkeye, I should say, is nobody's favorite character. Nobody in the nobody's MCU favorite character. I Tom, find that I don't hate him the way other people do. I know I don't hate him. I don't hate him. He's either. not my favorite, but I don't hate him the way other people seem to. No, no, big same, big same, and like I. I like I like I am of the belief that like I I honestly do like comic book Hawkeye. I think comic book Hawkeye is way more fun and interesting than MCU Hawkeye because he's literally like. It, have you read any of comic book Hawkeye? A little bit. Yeah, like I the fact he's just the dude like it makes him <laughs> way more relatable than MCU MCU Hawkeye when he's like when he's complaining about you know his apartment in Bed Stuy and. To him just being friends with his neighbors and going to like the the pot like 
I'm like, yeah, that just seems like regular person shit. Like I, I can, I, I can relate to that. Um, but yeah, like I don't, I don't, I don't hate Hawkeye, but like I, I really enjoyed the Hawkeye series and Kate Bishop. I love, 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 love. Oh, love I, I've, I've heard nothing but good things. Love. She, she, st- to, honestly, she steals the show to be, to be honest. She, she's. Oh, good. Well, she, I'm going to, I'm going to start with that. So. Yeah. Haley Steinfeld is fantastic as, as Kate Bishop. Um, there, <laughs> I won't say, but there's, there's like a big reveal in Hawkeye that's also great. I don't know if you've heard it, so I won't say, I won't say what it is. But um, it's awesome. <laughs> Moon Knight is great because Moon Knight. I haven't is... seen it, but I do. I do know that eventually Elena shows up. Oh, and and Hawkeye, yes, she she does she does show up in there. And okay. Honestly, a okay. lot of emotion, lot of emotion around around when that happens too. But uh, Moon Knight is great because Moon Knight is kind of the first time since Iron Man where it's like a kind of like its own self-contained story like yet like there are little things that kind of connect to the wider mcu but kind of like how iron man kind of solely focused on iron man it wasn't really about building up the next movie for the mcu moon knight is also kind of a really self-contained thing but i also really like that like there are two ways you can look at moon knight and they leaned into more of the supernatural part of his character rather than the street level but I also th- that thought that was really cool. And they do a lot of world building as far as like gods, you know, like supernatural things gotcha. in the MCU. Okay. Um, and I think that that's, I think that that's really cool too. Cause I think we're all curious, you know, like Thor is a God in that universe. I mean, we, we don't, he doesn't really get treated as such because he's like he is considered to be peers with the other Avengers and the other heroes. But Thor is a god, and right. It, right. Like, that's that's what that's what he is. And as Asgard's had like Asgard has their own culture as far as gods, and like they expand upon more of that in Thor four. Again, we'll not spoil that for you, but they expand on that too. And like I think it's doing more stuff like that is cool and interesting. Because that's for me. That's where you do. That's where you kind of expand the MCU. You give you introduce the more supernatural stuff that exists in this world. You know, give us more stuff with with people's cultures. The way that they represent Egypt in Moon Knight is fantastic. Honestly, I think is I think it's I think it's really really dope. I used to I loved Egyptian mythology uh, way back in the day. So like it was kind of cool to kind of see. The different gods kind of pop up <laughs> and in the way that they talk about the 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 mythology there and same thing with miss marvel miss marvel's miss marvel is personally my favorite my second favorite thing besides wandavision oh really and i think yeah no it's 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 a fantastic series imani villani for this to be like her first major acting thing is great but also like it's just a fun show like i'm not i haven't been a teenager in a very long time but it was just like it was just kind of fun, just kind of like just kind of reliving like the fun aspects of being a teenager all over again through her. Not to mention, much like us, Miss Marvel's a fan. So like you get to see her fucking geek out at oh, you know, geek, kind of like geek out and go to Avenger Con and all this other all this other stuff while simultaneously making it a show that is very much about like being very involved in like Pakistani culture and talking about different elements there and just add and and I brought this up when we reviewed this on at the diner that if you think about it in the MCU we've had a lot of stuff take place where we are examining the relationships between fathers and sons right we see that in like guardian we see it with like Tony and Howard that pops up a few different times over the course right. of, the, of uh, the, the first couple of phases. We, we see it with um, Thor, Thor and Odin. We see it with Star-Lord and, and um, I can't think of his dad, but his dad, Ego. Guardians, Ego, Guardians 2. We have so many different examples of that, but we really don't get anything where you're looking at a character and their relationship to their mother. And Miss Marvel really goes in depth on that 
And I thought it was just really phenomenally done with how they kind of handle everything. And for me, it was, it was a very welcome addition, like being able to examine that and seeing the ways in which so many women of all ages really, really like examined or like really reacted to kind of seeing the dynamic between Kamala and her mother. And then also like the same thing between uh, Kamala's mother and the grandmother and so on and so forth. And like the different ways in, in which uh, those relationships can be affected by culture and, and different things. I'm trying to like not spoil things for you, but like, it's, it's just really, it's really well done. And I kind of, I, I like that they're not, that they're willing to like explore that side of everything too, that they're not just going to focus on the male character and his father and that being the dynamic. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm, exci- I'm, I'm excited for you too. But even with even with the things you haven't seen, do you have any predictions about the future of the MCU or anything you would like to see as far as a particular character show up or maybe this a character you already know maybe do something or whatever the case may be? Is there do you have a prediction or just some <laughs> MCU thing you would like to see? I don't know. I, okay, I don't. well, let me rephrase the question I, then. Because I, I, do, I do have something for you then. Would you like to see Steve come back as old man Steve? Old man Cap? Steve as old man Steve, I, I might not mind. That might be sweet to see. That might that might be sweet to see. I might I might like that. I might like that. And since, you know, I've, I have watched Loki and I've seen, you know, Kang the Conqueror. I'm pretty oh. sure everybody's gonna get washed. So I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> how'd you how'd you feel? How'd you feel about that? Like, do you like? I mean, obviously, a lot a lot of us loved love Jonathan Majors and literally mm-hmm. everything else he's been in because he's fantastic. But how how did you like that reveal? And how did you like him being such a pivotal character, pivotal Marvel character like, in Kang? He he has so much charisma. So like that was a great scene for me and watching Loki and it's so, what I loved about Loki was just that to just to see the opportunity for Loki to stumble, not necessarily fail, but to stumble. And so it's like, just because like the Loki we know is a trickster. So no matter what you put him in, there's a way for him to get out. I mean, he faked his death, I don't know how many times times. or whatever. (laughs) And And so it's just like, even seeing Thanos snap his neck, you couldn't be all the way sure that Loki was really gone, gone. Like just because of the nature of Loki. But the show kind of, let us see what happens when he has to when he has to go on the defensive like when he's when he's not the smartest person in the room right um and and like when you know when everybody knows something that he doesn't instead of the other way around so uh i like that um i like seeing loki kind of have to show the that vulnerability or whatever and Jonathan Majors was terrific and so like I said and um he is in quantum mania yep. I believe yep so uh yeah so I'm <laughs> looking forward to seeing everybody get washed oh yeah me, me. At, at least a word so you know it's, it's gonna be fine it's gonna be great it's gonna be great so uh so, so I do have to I do have to ask this or do want to want to ask this too um, how are you feeling about the upcoming Black Panther sequel? Okay, so the trailer really, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I was supposed to start crying, but I really did. I think you were. I think you were because we all did. <laughs> like it's very like it's it that was too much. I was like, how can they be doing this? I'm not ready. I'm too emotional. I'm too emotional. But I will say here and now out loud is um i hope they never recast t'challa and i don't care how anybody feels about it like that's just where i'm at i don't care i hope they never recast him and i don't care how you feel so i mean because 
you know, like with all these other characters, there's more than one person to take the Black Panther mantle. There's more, there's tons of places they could go in Wakanda. Like there's tons of story there to be told and they can do all of that and they can make quality shit without recasting T'Challa. And so I honestly hope that they don't do it ever. I hope that they're not swayed by these people and that they don't decide one day because I know the official decision now is that they're not going to, but I hope that they don't get swayed down the road by these people and feel like they should do it because I don't feel like they should do it. So we disagree on that, but I'm okay. I'm, I'm also, cause I actually, it's funny. I actually did a podcast about this a couple, a couple of weeks ago about like how toxic the recast movement has gotten. Cause there's a, like with that trailer came a lot of unfortunate misogyny with, in terms of how people talked about Shuri and Nakia and Ramonda and, and just who the, could just possibly the, be in the yeah suit. and just and just the fact that the trailer featured so many of the incredible women characters that are that were in the first movie and still are still going to be part of the franchise regardless of what happens um going 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 forward and like I'm like I'm pro recast, but I'm also okay with Shuri taking the mantle. I think it's the it's the logical step for for it to for it to happen. And I know like outside of Marvel, there's a lot of controversies, uh, or there was a lot of controversy surrounding Letitia Wright because of her tweets and some other <laughs> problematic stuff. But ultimately, at the end of the day, like I've I've read the the stuff they did with Shuri when when she when she had the mantle, and I think it's fucking dope. And honestly, I'm also of the opinion too that, like, it, that this doesn't need to be like a gendered kind of ordeal. Like, young boys can still go look at Shuri's Black Panther and be just as inspired as they were when there was Chadwick's, you know, uh, T'Challa, uh, T'Challa up there too. Um, I'm disappointed that they will likely never recast, but I'm, all, but I also have a level of faith in them because. Kevin and Nate and company have yet to steer us wrong with anything they've done with the MCU. Like, obviously you like some stuff more than others, but there's nothing the MCU has done that I've been like, oh yeah, no, that was, that was bad, you know? And so whatever their long-term plan is, because you got to think that Black Panther 2 is going to be a large success. Like we're all going to go see it. You know, a lot of, so many of my friends are already coordinating outfits coordinating locations you know trying to get their their fits together for for november because we know it's gonna it, it, it won't be as it won't be as like it won't be so much of a happy time as it was because we are unfortunately going to be saying goodbye to our t'challa and by proxy that to chadwick um for the incredible work he did um in the mcu um and so it's gonna it's gonna be a very it's gonna be very interesting. But like this movie, it may not make a billion dollars, but it's going to be successful. Which means there's very likely going to be a Black Panther three um, going forward. And honestly, I don't think I don't because I don't think Shuri's Black Panther should be a one and done because I think that's also a really problematic way people have talked about like about her character as if she's gonna get she like she's gonna get the mantle. And then after this movie, like, that's just it. And I don't foresee that. And honestly, I don't, I don't want that to be the case. Like, if you're going to do it, go all in. I want to see more. She very clearly has a relationship with Ironheart. It's Ironheart's in this movie. I want to see more of that shit. Like, give us, I, I want to see more of that. Give me the sisterhood stuff that I could not get with the CW shows. That's a whole other podcast. Uh, but like, give me, like, give me those type of, <laughs> give me, give me the connection and the relationships and all of like, I want to see all of that. I want them to go all in and like really invest in this in this character. Um, you can you can do more. You can get weird with it. I mean, if like if you want if Nakia ends up being the Black Panther, I'm I'm happy with that too. I mean, honestly, she makes a lot of sense given her training as a spy, um, and and of all the of all the messaging from Black Panther one. For all the Killmonger was right, Nakia was actually the right one. She she's the person you yeah. probably should have you should have been you should have really been uh, been following. But um, 
Yeah, I'm I'm really curious. I'm I'm excited. Like I'm still like I I think T'Challa as a character is still very important for Marvel storytelling. But I also am gonna have faith in Kevin and what they decide to do because I mean, like I said, they haven't steered us wrong yet. Uh, they they've yet to do anything that I've been like that's bad, that's terrible. Like I haven't like I haven't liked it. I know you haven't seen Eternals, but I like Eternals. I, I, a lot of people didn't, but I liked Eternals. It's very different than anything else that they've done, but I liked it. I thought I thought it was a good movie. Um, it for me, it has probably the coolest like speedster sequence of any movie I've ever watched. Any movie or thing that I've ever seen with someone who has super speed, that has my favorite stuff in it. Like I like Eternals, so they haven't steered me wrong yet. So like I have faith that it's it's going to be good. And like honestly, I hope Black Panther two makes a billion dollars. And <laughs> that speedster thing just me. I'm sorry, that speedster thing just made me think about the Flash. He runs so funny. <laughs> you mean the movie Flash? <laughs> like the 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 Ezra like, Flash, where it's like the looks like yes, he's tossing that, papers. Yes, <laughs> runs so funny. Yeah, anyway. yeah, I'm not a big fan of of Ezra's Ezra's Barry portrayal of Barry, and it looks like they they won't get the chance to be that after anyway fingers crossed but that whole 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 other thing but yeah like i but, I, no, but I agree with you i do i have faith in them and I'm, I'm nervous but i'm excited to see what's what's gonna happen yeah or I, whatever and you know the the, the and the thing about it is i i'm against the recast but at the same time it's just like there could come a time where i'm not quite as emotional about it but so um yeah. and, and so I might feel differently but yeah. um we'll see but yeah. either way I have I have faith in them and yeah. I'm having a lot of fun just being along with for the ride or whatever like I'm not I don't take like I put pieces together as I see pieces but I'm not the kind of person who spends all their time you know, how, you know how people have those crime boards and they have newspapers and the string up. Oh yeah. Like, <laughs> like I'm not, I'm not one of those people who just spends hours and hours trying to speculate what's going to happen. Like I just can't wait for it. Like I just know it's like, and when I find the puzzle pieces that fit, I'm just gonna be like, oh, yeah. now I know why they did that or why they're doing this or whatever. Whatever. I've, so yeah, I've had I've. I've had a, a, a discussion with a few people about like the frustrations of the frustration I have with that, with people who are so like hyper focused to find like they're so focused on Easter egg hunting that they can't yes. just enjoy they can't just enjoy what they're watching. There because, is like they take like two minutes they can take like two minute trailers and make hour long YouTube videos and I am always in all of y'all really sit through this like <laughs> yeah like it was a, it was a two-minute trailer and, and 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 it's not to say that they don't notice things that you yourself wouldn't because they definitely do but at the same time it's just like wow i mean can i just sit with the two minutes it's like yeah. this is an hour-long thing about your two minutes no i agree <laughs> agree like it, it was kind of shocking when I, so like Iman Vellani, uh actually did an interview with Eric Voss of New Rock Stars, because um, you know New York New Rock Stars is one of those YouTube channels. Like they're the ones who have the, you know, they have the twenty minute breakdown of the seventy four things you missed in the from the thirty second trailer. Oh, um, I've heard of them. <laughs> like I mean, like I I watch them too, just because like. I like I don't I you know I'm not a long time comic book reader so like I there's things that I don't know so like right. it's cool to sometimes get that like what a reference is or what they're alluding to and stuff too but like yeah like in in that I want to say it was in that interview that like he admitted that like he go like when he goes to like these premieres and things he goes there with like a notepad to write stuff down so that he can do the breakdowns I'm just like I don't know if I would like doing that. Like I like I like doing reviews of stuff, but like man, I don't know if I would like having to watch something the first time I watch it and I'm watching it solely because I need to be able to draw the connections to things and not be able to just like watch it and just enjoy it. 
Because like that's with every type of media that I've watched and with all the media that I've reviewed for, for my podcast, the first time I watch it, I'm watching it just to enjoy it. I'm not watching it to connect things. I'm not watching it to, you know, to decipher plot points or think too hard about it. I just want to know, like, at a base level, do I like it? Does the story make sense to me? Am I enjoying the decisions they decided to make? You know, all of this, like, was that was I entertained? Did I did I enjoy it? And then if I do, and I feel like there's stuff that I want to talk about, then the second time around I watch it, then it's like, okay, well, now I want to, I'm going to pay more attention to seeing if there is, you know, if, if things that happen later are foreshadowed early, if there are, if there are connection point, connecting points that I didn't notice before or little subtle things, I'll do that in the second go round. But like, first go round, say that I just, for the rewatches. Yeah. I'm like, first time, I just want to know if I like it. <laughs> I, <laughs> I just want to know if I like have it. have fun with it. Yeah. I just want to have fun with that. And I want to feel all the emotion in the moment. And I want to like catch every, I want to just see every scene and then be in like, be in the places where you're going to hear everybody's reaction and so on and so forth. And so I just, it was, I like that. Yeah. I want, I just, I want people, I, I just want, I, cause I want more people to do stuff like that. Cause I also, cause like I get frustrated. It's, it's one of the reasons why I like, I also like avoid Twitter whenever new stuff comes out for at least a time. Cause you know, no one is just watching one on Twitter. People are probably posting spoilers. So that's like, that's first of all, I had the finale for season two of the Mandalorian spoiled for me at 5 AM because someone had posted the entire reveal from the finale on Twitter and wow. also, and, and, and posted it with full name and everything. And I'm just like, well, guess I don't need to watch that. I mean, I, I did and I liked it, but still it's the principle of it. But yeah, it's like, it's just, it's just, it gets frustrating hearing people just tear, feel like they just need to tear something apart or they, you know, they're, they're not watching to just enjoy it. You know, like it, it'll be seven o'clock the day a new episode of Marvel something comes out and you already have everyone saying, oh, this is the worst thing they've ever done. This is trash. This is terrible. Why is Marvel like this? So on and so forth. It's like, and, but uh, the, the thing for, I don't know, the only thing I have, the only thing for me with that is like the people who complain about it most seem to do an awful lot of tuning in. So well, I don't know. That's that too. I agree. I don't know. Like, like at, at some point, aren't you just wasting your time? That, that, thank you. Cause that's, that's something that I, it's a I point that it, I make it, often. I'm like, if you, if you're not enjoying me a it, little. Yeah, it's like, if you're not liking it, why are you watching? Like, it, if I'm going to review something and I'm not enjoying it, I just not going to talk about it. Like, that's that's been my philosophy with, like, music, for example, for the long, like, if someone comes out with an album and it's not someone that I like, like, I'm not going to talk about it. Like, for what? I, I don't need to waste my time fo being focused on talking about some shit that I don't like. I'll tell you about the shit that I do like, some shit that I watch that I do like. Exactly. It's just... I don't know. This is, I people need to just spend more time invested in the things they actually like. This life is what is, I keep saying. Life is too short to be watching stuff that you that you dislike, and then on top of, on top of that, feeling like you need to like invest time into making sure people know that you think it's bad, that you think it's the worst thing ever. See, now that's the thing, and that's that's the thing, and that is that is how ego driven social media makes people. Because it's not just a thing of you not liking it. It's you wanting an audience to bear witness to the fact that you don't like it. Instead of just being like, this is not for me and moving on. It's like you have to you have to set a stage and get on a soapbox and let other people know that you like you need an audience to to the fact that you don't like it. And not just an audience, you need um supporters so you need an audience to bear witness to the fact that you don't like it and you need other people to not like it with you it, and it's exactly. like and, and and like that's for lack of a better phrase it's weirdo shit like we don't <laughs> all have to like this like you like when i don't like something because there's a ton of books people love that i just side eye because it's like that was not my favorite i don't need other people to dislike it with me yeah i'm exactly. fine with that 
I'm fine with that. I'm fine with the fact that I don't like it. If you ask me directly if I liked it, I'm going to tell you, no, I didn't. And then outside of that, I'm not going to talk about it because I don't waste my breath on stuff like that. It's like, "Ah, whatever. It wasn't for me. And I move along. Like, I don't, I don't need to, I don't need to harp on the fact that I didn't like it and I don't need other people to not like it with me. Exactly. Yeah. Cause these people, they just want the validation. A lot of times they either, they either want the val the, the, the validation or just the attention that comes with, I'm disliking the thing that you all like. Right. Look, look at me, listen to me. I'm over here pr- loudly and proudly disliking the thing that you'd like. Like for what? <laughs> just like I did th- th- this was my philosophy with like the Arrowverse, for example. When the those shows stopped being enjoyable, I just stopped watching. Didn't did I didn't need to announce, didn't need to announce to the world, like, hey guys, I'm not watching this anymore. Didn't need to share. It's like, yep, I've because who I'm cares? Good. Yeah. Just it did it just it didn't need to be, it didn't need to be a thing anymore and i like that's that's just how i feel that i just wish more people did that with the marvel stuff you know if mm-hmm. you like if, if something just isn't your favorite all right cool you don't have to like this is bro like this is not a job you know you're not like you're not you don't have to watch this like this is purely entertainment you don't it doesn't need to be a thing no one no one has gun to your head saying make sure you watch she hulk this week like <laughs> like it doesn't you can skip it, doesn't it. Matter. it's okay yeah that's that just that's that's literally all you got to do like just if yeah i've gotten like super super off <laughs> off track so um yeah so let, let's go ahead and get ready to wrap up here so two orders of business before we get out of here first mm-hmm. of all do you have any parting messages anything you would like to get out um about where you may be in a couple months Okay, so I am a exhibiting author at the Right Women Book Fest in Glendale, Maryland on Saturday, October 8th. It's all day, It's but the tickets are free. They're on Eventbrite, so you can register to go. Um, like I said, it's free to come. I will be there with a table and some books and probably like something else like a, a bookmark or some other kind of uh, cool merchandise for you. And of course I will sign your book. So um, yeah, so I'm going to be there Saturday, October 8th, uh, Glendale, Maryland, the Right Women Book Fest. So. Okay. Awesome. So if you're listening, make sure if you, if you're available on that day, go see Shamika and, and, and check out her stuff, buy a book. So uh, secondly, second order of business, where can people find you? And for the second time, where can people find your work? Where can people who have been inspired by anything you've said today, where can they go follow you, find you, and where can they go buy your stuff? Uh, okay, so I my books are on Amazon. Uh, so Amazon, they're in paperback and in Kindle. Uh, so you can just find me on Amazon. I write under my real name. So Shamika Irby. Uh, S-H-A-M-E-K-A-E-R-B-Y. And so I'm also on social media. I am on Instagram and the Bird app as at Shamika Writes. So S-H-A-M-E-K-A-W-R-I-T-E-S. And I am on TikTok as Shamika the Writer. I have a newsletter on Substack. Uh, also called Shamika the Writer. Well, actually, no, it's under my name, Shamika the Writer, but the newsletter is called Just a Girl and Her Laptop. Uh, so I have a newsletter on Substack. Like I said, I'm on Twitter. You guys, anybody can follow me. I'm on Instagram and I'm on TikTok. So you can follow me everywhere except Facebook, not on the book of faces. <laughs> Yeah. So uh, make sure if you're listening, make sure you go follow her and all of all of those platforms. Again, make sure if you if you can buy her book, support an author and uh, make sure you go see her at the exhibit at the exhibit in October. You said it was. Yes. October. 
So um, I want to thank you for being on with me. We uh, went on for a while, which is a good thing, though, that can can break this up into two, into two different episodes. But uh, I want to thank you for for being on, uh, being on with me. Uh, this was an awesome conversation. It was good thank to catch. Thank you for inviting me. It was it was good to catch up, and hopefully, it won't be another four years before you have before we have you back to talk about your work or to just talk about literally anything. Um, you are welcome back at, at any time. So uh, for those of you listening, uh, thank you for listening and make sure you go to greatgeekrefuge.com where you can find my previous conversation with Shamiko on this, on this podcast, as well as a ton of my other episodes that have come out since. Uh, make sure you are following Great Geek Refuge on all of our social media accounts. We're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter. And if you'd like to support us, we are also on Patreon. That being said, we'll catch you all next week. Peace out. This has been Pirate Radio Network production, Juice Bags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy.